wiener underwear. Does that even do anything? Yeah, if there's one thing a wiener hates, it's hot sauce. I learned that the hard way. Mmm, taco on the toilet. Why doesn't everybody do this? Ah! 11 years old and still learning every day. Welcome to the Geek Generation episode 129. Ooh, 129. I'm Rob Logan, Mike Volpe, and Anna Zipkak are in studio. Ta da! Ta da! <laughs> like a magic trick. There she was here, here a I second am. ago, and then there she was. <laughs> Amazing. We have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about today. The first of which is we did start a Pinterest page for people to follow our stories that way. With the RSS readers kind of slowly dying out, we need to create new ways for people to follow our content. So if you follow us on Twitter or Facebook, thank you very much. But if you have a Pinterest account, you can also follow our stuff there. Pinterest is pretty cool. I don't use it a lot to look at what else is out there. But if you're a visual person, it's kind of awesome for that. So you can see we have a whole pin board of just movie posters and stuff. And there's one for the news. There's one just for the podcast. So uh, check us out at thegeekgeneration.com slash Pinterest. And that will bring you right to that page. Also, a quick plug I had mentioned a while back that I was going to do an episode of The Real Conversation, and you guys heard DJ Moore on here. That episode has come out, so you can check that out if you look for The Real Conversation on iTunes. Uh, it is R-E-E-L, like a movie reel. You can hear me on episode 6, which was titled The Mantle of the Geek, and I reveal some of my favorite movies of all time, as well as a unique movie experience that can't be repeated ever. Oh. <laughs> so if you want to hear that, go check that out on The Real Conversation. And I had kind of hinted on Facebook and Twitter that we had a big announcement to make. Yeah, we do. We have a big announcement. And I'm wondering if I should just make the announcement and then explain the backstory, if I should build up to it and make the announcement. Okay. Whatever way you want to do it. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. I'll just say the big announcement then. This all is right. the big thing. The Geek Generation is going to Hollywood. Woo! We're going Whoa! to Hollywood! Not permanently. Oh. <laughs> Yay. I'm not moving to California, if that was people's first thought, because we had talked about that in the past. I'm not moving there, but we are going, myself and Mike Volpe. We'll yes. be taking a trip in the upcoming, within a six-month range, we're not sure, hopefully this summer. It hasn't been completely scheduled yet, but the way that it came about was there was an auction on CharityBuzz.com, which is just a whole bunch of like celebrity auctions and things like that that you can bid on. And I did see a post from separately, the same post from two different people that I follow on Twitter already, one of which is Taryn Southern, who you've probably heard on the bumpers on the show before. She does a mm -hmm. lot of YouTube sketch videos. She hosts a lot of stuff. If you're keeping up with the uh, the Injustice Battle Arena stuff that's going on on YouTube right now. She's been the host of that throughout that process. And also uh, Ali Cobran, who was the I forget what her name was in American Reunion. She was the girl that Jim was the babysitter for. Yeah. If you saw, you didn't see American Reunion. <laughs> but she was she was probably the main female in that, aside from the core mm -hmm. cast that we're used to seeing in that. There was a Charity Buzz auction to do a YouTube sketch video with Taryn and Allie in Hollywood. 
and that would go up on Taryn's channel, which has over 100,000 subscribers and weekly videos and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So I was the first bidder and I was the last bidder. Not win the same bid, but I did. Uh, there were there weren't a ton of bids because mm. it did get kind of pricey by the end. And I spent a little more than I intended to. But I'm taking comfort in the fact that's only a couple hundred dollars off from what my tax return is. There you so, go. So there you go. Money so well all spent. in all, yeah, I'm not really too worried about it. The only expenses that are going to be beyond that really are our tickets to fly out. And we're going to try and find someone to stay with and reduce the cost there. And the character's name was Kara. Uh, Kara, that's yes. right. So we, uh, we're we going to go out for a few days, we're thinking about. Uh, I know we have at least two hours with them that we're going to do the, the video and all that stuff. I'm going to ask if they'll be on the show. I don't know if they will because it's not really a part of it. But maybe if they have a, mm -hmm. if we have a fun time making the uh, YouTube video, maybe they'll be willing good to guys. come on the show. We're not, we're not weird. <laughs> I feel like we're not jerks, and yeah. <laughs> they'll at least be happy with who they got somewhat. And we're we're performers anyway. Yes. And uh, if they need any stunts done, we have a history of that, so yeah. it's not a problem either. But the uh, the sketch is actually a double date Ooh, comedy sketch. Who? I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Uh, so that's kind of the idea, and that's why it's with for. our luck, it's going to be like a gay and lesbian date thing. We're on a date together. <laughs> yeah. date together. True, true. So we're going to um, need you guys to kiss. Yeah, bye, Rob. Bye. <laughs> Can we put our masks on first? I cover our mouths. <laughs> Although that would be kind of funny. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Mask it up first. So I'm looking forward to that. We're planning yeah. to go out for a few days. So aside from just doing that, we have some other people who we know in California. That we've wanted to get on the show or have had on the show already. I'll be getting in touch with them and hopefully we'll line up some more people to have on the show. And then just going out and having a trip is good material for the show, too. Yes. So a lot of stuff to look forward to. Awesome. So what kind of trouble up. can we get in yeah. three or four days? Exactly. <laughs> uh, we'll shoot as much video on our iPhones as possible. We can, should be able to get into the Playboy Mansion somehow. Right? Oh, I mean, That sure. shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. I'm sure we can just hop the fence. Totally. <laughs> Bring your camera. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll have my camera. Don't worry. It's going viral. <laughs> Before you go in the Playboy Mansion and really go viral. Uh, hey. Oh, not a good joke. No. Uh, also, <laughs> I recently saw G.I. Joe Retaliation. Yeah. And why? Because I was the in the mood rock for was in it. The, the Rock, rock was, was in it. it. <laughs> I was in the mood for a mindless action movie, too. Mm. Sometimes you're just like, all right, I'm going to shut my brain off and just watch this. It was better than the first. Good. I know that's not saying a ton, but it was better than the first. And I'll say that it's as far as the story goes, and I've heard this sentiment kind of echoed throughout other reviews that I've read online. It's like they gave a kid a bunch of G.I. Joes mm -hmm. and they just wrote a script based on what he did with them <laughs> and then reenacted it on the screen. Right. That makes sense. Isn't right? that what you want? Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it's nothing that There's hours of footage of a little kid playing with G.I. Yeah. Joe. <laughs> there are a couple parts that are cringeworthy in the movie where they're going for something that you're just like, mm, no, don't do that. But aside yeah. from that, it really wasn't that bad. Just a mindless action movie. Cool. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, let's hop into Geek Outs and Freak Outs. Yay! Who would like to go first? I'll go. Okay. okay. I pointed at Anna, <laughs> and she pretended not to see me. <laughs> I thought you threw a thumb at Rob. It looked like you would oh, find no, that. No, never go first, first finger pointing at you. Oh, okay. I thought that I watched the trailer for the new trailer for The Hangover Part Three, mm -hmm. and it gave me hope. Did yeah. you see it? 
it looks funny. Yeah. But so did the second before I, I saw know, it. I know, but the storyline for it is different. Yeah. So I think it'll it's make up the for the second one. out and figure out what happens. Yeah, because the second one was just the first one in another environment. Yeah. And this and, one looks better. And without jokes. And and let's not forget <laughs> now, John Goodman is in this one. Yes. So right there, there's a saving grace. That's true. Uh, he's he's making a comeback, huh? I love he John Goodman. He seems to be in a lot of movies. He just yeah. pops up here and there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, wow, John Goodman. Yeah. And he was also in Argo. Last episode, I said that uh, Alan Arkin was in Hugo, and I meant to say Argo. Oh. And I felt like an idiot when I listened back to it. <laughs> Did you see the trailer? No. You haven't watched it? Mm-mm. It looks all right. It looks funny. But then again, you never know. I don't know. I'm going to see it. It's the last of them. And I think that hold my hopefully breath. that's not what they're banking on. Or yeah. People just going, well, we'll see it anyway, because the second one Well, if people suck. are excited about yeah. the third after seeing the second, then... They're already lowballing it anyway. <laughs> think about it though, people like I don't really go to the theater very much, but people that do, they're gonna go and they're gonna see whatever. I'm in the mood for a comedy, right? I'm in the mood for an action movie. I mean, so as long as it's there, people are gonna go see it. Sure. I uh, I decided to download a, a demo of Saints Row, the third. Oh, because okay. the third. I was gonna because say because we got to see before. the fourth one. Yeah. So all it is is a uh, character creation. And I the had demo? so much fun, and I was laughing so hard at the character really? creation that I'm gonna have to go buy the game probably tonight. Wow! Yeah, it was that that much fun. Like you can do anything. You can morph every aspect of the body, even down to what's below. <laughs> I mean, in pro- you know, in the trunks wow. is, is a sliding bar of size. That's wow. awesome. I mean, it's it's it was hilarious. I'm like, if making a character is this much fun, that game must have been absolutely awesome. So. <laughs> I don't, so that goes back to obviously. Yeah, the, I'm gonna check it out the, too. The Pax East thing. So I'm glad we get to go to that. Absolutely. Now they're gonna make money off the third game off of me. So <laughs> um, and me, I'm gonna get it too, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched WrestleMania. We did a week ago, and uh, overall it was an alright show. But I, the uh, Undertaker match was very well done. Yeah, the Undertaker so CM Punk geeking out over that. And we had said that unlike the other matches at WrestleMania, the belts almost don't even matter anymore. Because they change hands so often, and mm-hmm. there's just not that much credence given to them. But the Undertaker match is the only one that has real stakes. Like, the streak yeah. is on the line. So it matters. Yeah. And they did a really good job. It, I really... There were, I was starting to think he was going to do it. I yeah. was like, oh, man, CM Punk's going to beat him. And th- that moment where they the Undertaker... CM Punk's got him in what, the Anaconda vice. So yep. it's like an arm bar. And uh, the Undertaker just sits up, and so they're like face to face, and awesome. like the look on CM Punk's face was like pure fear. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's like the moment of the entire show." Yeah, um, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, that those are my uh, those cool. are my geek outs. Anna, um, geeking out over my socks. For two reasons. Yeah. Um, one is their Doctor Who socks. Yes. And they're they're amazing. They're the um Tom Baker's scarf pattern. Yeah. And they it are says cool. fourth doctor on them. They're great. Mm. They're like these just awesome knee socks. But the other thing that's great about it is they were a no reason gift. Or it was a reason, but it wasn't my birthday or it wasn't okay. Christmas, which those are the best kind of presents. They are. Like, I think we should just do away with Christmas and birthdays and just yep. buy people things when you want to, because those are the best kind of presents. Does that mean I have to give Volpe his next present then? Because I have it sitting in my closet. You should. I already you bought your Christmas present. You did? Yep. I saw something online, what and it was for this? sale. It's, it's only April. April. <laughs> I know. 
I, Did that see he was thinking of I you? I go Christmas shopping five days before Christmas. Oh, not me. I'm, I'm on the year-long hunt. Are you? Yeah. Oh, so I, I saw something online. It was on sale, and I knew you'd love it. So I was like, I'm buying it. Oh. See? That's that's the best way to be. But I let somebody borrow um, all my Walking Dead books because mm-hmm. he walked by my bookshelf, and he's like, oh, I've been meaning to read those. Mm. And I'm like, take them. So... I put him in one of those reusable shopping bags and I gave them to him. And then a week later when he brought them back to me, because he read them in like four days. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I go, you inhaled them, didn't you? He's like, yes, yes, I did. (laughs) Um, So... The socks were in the bag with the comic books. Oh, I was like, cool. a, thanks for letting me oh, borrow nice. the books. So I'm like, that is nice. that's awesome. Like, that's the best thing ever. Because there's like, always a risk when you lend something out. Like, you're always afraid you're going to get it back in crappy condition. Right. Yeah. So you're to not going to get it back with awesome presents. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. No, it was. It was just like a super happy moment. I'm like, that was so thoughtful. That's I when mean, you go, d- is there anything else you want to borrow? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but I mean, you think about it. Like, we were on like. The, the Walking Dead frame of consciousness, yep. but like he knew I liked Doctor Who and sure. like found these socks. It was just great. It was just great. It was just really happy and awesome. Awesome. Um, so my socks are awesome. <laughs> and what else? And um, pretty much the weather. Yeah. It's, it's crawling. Mm, it's starting it's to get there. warmer. I've taken the bike out once. Yep. Oh, good. I took it out on Easter. Um, it was like 60 something degrees in the morning on Easter. So I drove it to my mom's house. So It'll make your travel here more enjoyable. It will. Yeah. And more inexpensive. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's pretty awesome. And I'm starting to get flowers at my house, which is cool. Oh, yeah. Because I've never uh-huh. had a yard ever. Yeah. So now I have a yard and like things keep popping out of the ground. And I'm like, ah, look at that. Oh, my God, look at that. Like, Who's going to be the big yard work person? Both of you or one of you? Both of us. I'm yeah. probably more like the flower person. Like I'll be doing the, the annuals and stuff. But after all the blizzards that we had this year, we have a lot of cleanup to do. Yeah, so there's a no lot doubt. of him with the chainsaw and us burning a lot of wood because there's like branches and we have like four trees down and mm-hmm. yep. branches everywhere. So we've are we started when it was still snowing, burning the wood. Wow. Because there's wow. so much of it. We're going to be cleaning the yard for the next like three years, which is fine because it's my yard. As much as I'd love to have a yard, <laughs> I just hate yard work so much. I, I can't love wait it. to not oh. have to do it. Oh my God, I love it. I, I just go, it. that's what I do like all Saturday. I just go outside and like picket things with my gardening. Who has time like, for that? That's what I like to do. Like, I get ready I, for the show. No, <laughs> I, I love to be outside. Like that's the, the like the geeky like movie me is the winter me. And sure. then the summer is like the camping bike riding me. Outdoorsy. Like, yeah. Oh, zombie killer. And <laughs> and I got an electric fence for my dogs. <gasps> so the first time they're seven years old and for the first time in their lives they yep. get to run free. I saw that video. So it's yeah. awesome. You and they're the so excited. Fence. Yeah. And they're Isn't so excited. It is the best thing ever. They learned it's supposed to take 14 days to train them. They learned in about five minutes. They yeah. don't, they don't dog, like being electrocuted. Yeah. My dog got zapped once. Yeah. Did almost a full backflip and was yeah. like, done. Was like, I'm good. They're yep. like, I'm good. So it's really cute because they'll chase each other and like right where the flags are, they'll just like make a neat little U turn. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like they figured it out in no time flat. So now it's like so yeah. cool because I can just, I'm going outside throwing sticks in the fire pit and they're just running around having the time of their lives. Nice. So it's awesome. Wish I, you know, well, obviously I wish I had a house like 10 years ago. But, oh, yeah. yeah. But so everything's good and happy and wonderful. Yay. Yay. Good and happy and wonderful are all good places. Yeah. Anything else? No, it's good. Okay. I have two. The first one is the recent announcement from Rhode Island Comic Con that. Which uh, one? one it's of, been like one after another, after another, after another. They have a lot of good stuff that's going to be at, at Rhode Island Comic Con this year. When but, is this? Uh, she the, in November. I need to go. The girl. Uh, um. Um, from The Walking Dead is there. The young one that that 
I don't. Well, I don't know what her name all is. The, oh, the, so. the young girl, the blonde one that they were searching for in the second oh, season. Oh, Sophia. Sophia is going to be oh, there, which okay. is kind of cool. Okay. And so will we. Uh, yes. <laughs> but I should go. The other thing that I'm really, really excited about is they're going to have a screen used 1989 Batmobile. Oh, Whoa, I saw the picture. Cool. Of oh my god. I, I have to have my Batman costume done by then <laughs> and finagle my way into the, the cockpit of that for a picture. That would be awesome. I would I would uh, head explode. Like that is my dream car. How could you not he get just in there like for puts a it he just puts it in a drive and takes <laughs> off of it. Like, Don't worry, like, uh, I, I practiced. Yeah. I got this. I'll see you guys later. Well like Rob's gone bye bye. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna he'll be in California. I am He's so, just gonna keep driving. So excited. when is Rhode Island Comic Con? I think November. Oh okay. It's either October or November. I forget. Oh, wait, no, New York's in October, and then, yeah, Rhode Island's in November. I forget the exact day, but we will be there. I'm also geeking out about something that's visual, so I'm going to have to... But I'll explain it, too, for those who can't see. And this is... I told Mike earlier to prepare for what we might potentially get for dinner. Oh, yeah, I was all day like, I wonder what he's what he was talking about. Behold. Whoa, what is that? <laughs> Behold its majesty. What the hell did they do to it's like the craziest looking pizza I've this ever seen. This is the it's recently. Like a flower. Yeah, this is the recently announced crazy cheesy crust pizza from Pizza Hut. Wow. The Whoa. crazy cheesy crust pizza offers a ring of cheese pockets around <laughs> the crust, two per the average slice. The pockets contain a five cheese blend of provolone, asiago, mozzarella, fontina, and mild white cheddar. They can be pulled off individually or eaten as part of the slice. Mm. The rest of the pie comes with the same toppings as regular pizzas, but the toppings do not cover the cheese pockets. Yeah. Uh, the new pizza launched on April 3rd and will be available for a period of six weeks to three months. So it's wow. limited time. I figured. It's pretty epic. Yeah, that looks pretty beastly. <laughs> and I am excited about it. Wow. Mm, Not excited about this? No, I am. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love food. I love to talk about food. Yeah. Oh, I love food. I love to look at food. Yeah, I like to I look at to it, too. Food. Yeah, I like to smell it. The society we're in, huh? Oh, well, man. Well, the thing is, I've been looking at this yeah. for like over a week now. Oh. Just like, oh, man, Saturday. It's his wallpaper on his computer. It's just like pizza all the time. You replace like the girl in the background yeah. with a slice of pizza. <laughs> right. Hey, man, that's an epic looking slice it of is pizza. It is quite epic. Yeah, I'm very yeah, excited people for need it. To make sure they go to the website and look yeah. at the picture. I will put it. one cool. right in the show notes. So that looks enjoyable. Mm. Uh, those are my geek outs. So let's go into freak outs. Oh, freak out! Volpe. Uh, so besides the CM Punk match yes. at WrestleMania, the rest of the matches weren't really that good. I was no. a little disappointed. Very sloppy. You know, a lot it, of mistakes. It's like when you're watching, if you were watching for baseball fans or football fans or whatever, you're watching a game, you're like, wow, these guys are pros, they're getting paid millions, and what a sloppy game. This was just a sloppy game, Yep, is what it was. Yeah, it was. Um, just guys were like bleeding from scratches, from, and I don't know if they didn't cut their nails, like it was a lot of sloppy punches and kicks and mm. guys bleeding when they shouldn't have been, and uh, the match structure was just unbelievably bad, like... There's we we learned when we wrestled that there's a, a certain flow to a match. Mm-hmm. There's a just typical psychology, ring psychology, psychology to yeah. it, and there was none. Hmm. Like it was like watching a local show where it was just like oh move move move, ton of dead time, and then boom match is over. Yeah, and I was like the, the finishes came out of that? nowhere, and they they yeah. didn't build up to them as well. If that happens once, you can be like okay, that was cool. All right, it came out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. But it happened way too much. Yeah, no backstage stuff whatsoever. Like oh, goofy little weird. skits, which is weird for WWE. And they cut a match that we wanted to see. They cut a match because Triple H's match went far. I, I don't know if it's just 
they posted that Brock Lesnar got knocked out in the first five minutes. Really? When he runs in and Triple H jumps up and throws his knee yeah. at Brock's face, apparently it knocked him out. And that's at that point, that was when wow. the match started getting weird. Like yeah. the match got really spacey between things. Because huh. they were probably sitting there going, we can't just end it because Vince is going to kill us. we got 25 more minutes to kill. Right. Yeah. It was just odd. And to Punk's credit, we thought we he had actually gotten hurt, too. Yeah. Oh, but, with the elbow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, not not just the elbow, but something with his leg. Oh. But he was just selling it really freaking well. Yeah. Yeah. No, everybody else actually got hurt because they were real, just yeah. sloppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't impressive overall. I'm I'm not sad or missing the product at all. Like I didn't even watch Raw the next night, which everyone said which was even better was than better. WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, somebody posted that. Isn't it upsetting when the 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 show you paid for? Like paid the rest, a lot the, the, of money yeah, for wasn't as good as the show that was free the next night. <laughs> <You> <laughs> that know? sucks. I think my cake was better than the WrestleMania. Yeah, itself. Rob made. <laughs> Mob, I saw that. Did you see that? The I WWE saw that. cake. That was awesome. I was yeah. experimenting, and it was it. good too. It actually you did a really good job. That should have been a geek out. Yeah, I, cake it was, was my delicious. first time doing a fondant covered cake. And yeah. if people don't know, I bake a lot. I like, yeah. I enjoy it. It's very arts. It's the other artsy part of me. Yeah, it's a trait that's been passed down, apparently. It's genetic. It's yeah. so genetic, because my mom's amazing in the kitchen. So yeah. I've just picked up things over the years from her. Mm. But, yeah. Uh, I find, uh, just today, actually, I was like, I have nothing to do. Like, we got back from the <laughs> wedding stuff. And I was like, I have some time to kill. So I was just like, oh, Scream 4 is finally on Netflix. So oh, I watched it. I was like, oh. well, that was a two-hour waste oh, of my time. No. It was yeah, bad. It was bad. I couldn't remember. I was like, I know, I think Rob watched it. I can't remember what, if he said it was good or bad or not. Yeah. I was like, through my mind, I was like, I thought he said it was like, okay. I watched it in fast forward. But something funny, <laughs> something funny came out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a scene towards the end where people are just getting stabbed left and right and there's a lot of blood. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Heather can't handle blood. Really? She was in the kitchen. All of a sudden, I hear, oh, oh, I don't feel so good. And I hear thud and she's <gasps> on her ass. Oh she's my like, God. I'm going to pass out. And like, I'm like, well, don't look at the TV. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I thought it was hilarious. But I got to know who the killer is. She's la- I'm laughing. She's like, like her eyes are starting to roll. Whoa. And like, I'm like, well, what oh, am I supposed man. to do? She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, if you pass out, I'm not just lay there. What am I? Right. All right. Stop looking at the TV. But I thought it was hilarious. I now, thought I was wow. bad about blood. Jeez. Now that I know that. That's <laughs> no. interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. oh yeah. Halloween is going to be a Forget mess. Halloween. I'm just going to pour barbecue sauce all over me and lay on the floor. <laughs> just your thud. Just out. Oh, man. It's so weird because she watches The Walking Dead. And that show can be pretty gory. That's like different blood though like you don't really see human blood too much in the show you see that like brown thick like not really bloody blood and a lot of the time when you bring in a fantasy element it takes it away from like even Mm -hmm. when you see blood in something that's fantasy or sci-fi sometimes you just go it's all pretend Mm -hmm. and it's easier to separate from it but when it's a knife going into a person and there's blood and ah. i like love watching surgery so oh it's just God. so funny to me that oh i love it i i used to work at an animal hospital and yeah. surgery days were my favorite days like i'm like oh my god look at its liver like it's just we're gonna so slice cool. a horse in half with a chainsaw and it's like right up in front with popcorn yeah. Seriously. let's go no i think Ugh. it's fascinating like uh, i love it like i've been to see that bodies exhibit at the yeah, that oh my was god, really so cool. cool i love that stuff i love it and it was funny too. I mean, it's kind of funny. You get really, really desensitized to it when you do surgery. Oh, I'm sure. And uh, <laughs> the vet, I'm not going to name names or say Uh-oh. which vet, but he, 
It was really weird, and he threw a tumor at me once. Oh. He threw a tumor? He threw a tumor at me. He, a tumor. <laughs> it is a tumor. He <laughs> took a tumor out of a dog, and it was like the size of a softball. Oh, my God. And they're like kind of like slappy. That's so gross. But yeah, he threw it at me. So, that, you know, you get desensitized oh. pretty quick when you have tumors thrown at you. Yeah. So. Yuck. It was fun. It was all fun. Mm. Good, <laughs> good stuff. My uh, my grandmother passed away this a week yeah, ago. Yeah, um, See see that response right there. Yeah, that's what I'm freaking out over. Yeah, the response. Which I understand. Aww. Yeah, Aww. it was like nonstop. And <clears throat> my sister and I were both in the same boat where we'd look at each other and be like, "Yeah, so like our parents died." So it's like, it's still another it, it person. It sucks, but like it, nothing hits like that. Yeah, you know, so, that's true. I guess <clears throat> I had just posted the the obituary thing because i had my mom's side of the family asking about it so i was like well let me just post the obituary link online and it was just phone call after phone call and like messages on facebook and i'm just like it's almost like people were wanted me to just start crying and right, break down right. oh, like, i hate that when they start going on and on yeah i and mean I'm, i said i said i'm sorry because i wanted you to know yeah, like that i yeah. felt sorry for you like and, and I, I appreciate I, that right but, but like i'm not like oh Someday, yeah. when the memories exactly, I'm gonna start playing sad music. <laughs> yeah, like- <laughs> <laughs> it's just that where they're like they they almost want you to break down. Right. And I'm like, uh, I, I like to all of them. I was just like, yeah. So she was 88. She lived a long life. Yeah, you know, I was the she same died way. in her sleep. Yeah, I, who could ask was for more like, than that? You yep. know, it's sad that she's not here, but uh, you know, we she was 88. Yeah, like she lived a long life and she went pretty easily. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, don't. And that usually stopped. I'm like, yeah. But it's going to be so sad when she's not here. And I'm like, oh, my God. Let stop. it go. Oh, no. Like, I seem to be okay with it. You right. should be okay with it, too. Right, right. <laughs> it was just, it's just weird. It's Yeah. No, I get it. I, I dealt with the same thing recently. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's just that odd. It is odd. Let it go. Yeah. Just leave me alone. <laughs> uh, there was one other one. I should have written it down. I don't know. You never write them down. I know. It's I always are. do. This oh, is really? the one time where on my ride over, I was just like, well, I'm not going to write them down now. I'm driving. So, oh, well, yeah. Uh, I don't, Anna, Anna, you go. If I remember it. <laughs> just, <laughs> just you go. Point at me. You go. Um, well, all right. The first one's not really, really a freak out because it doesn't actually affect me at all. But okay. it's that whole Facebook home thing. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? I didn't even know. I'd never heard about it. And until I still you don't know what the, it's all about. It was one of those sponsored ads. So it was like the second thing oh, that comes okay. up. Which see, I don't pisses, see ads. <laughs> pisses me off about Facebook, too. What do you mean you don't see ads? Firefox blocks all the ads. I don't see anything on Facebook ad-wise. Like, really? The yeah. suggested pages I just have that? a plug-in called Ad Blocker, and it blocks every ad on every web page. Wow. Wait, yeah, but it's not really. It's a post. It's not like an ad. Like a sponsored post? Yeah. Don't see them. Wow. Oh, wow. We gotta get I'm going to have to get that for my... I mean, unfortunately, I most Google of the Chrome. time I'm using my phone. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Um, See, I'm not... It doesn't block them on my phone, obviously, because yeah. it's my phone, but... So that's how I saw her in any oh, okay. It was like the second... You know, it's always like somebody and then an ad. It's always the second one down. Yep. Um, so I clicked on it thinking, oh, my God, it's going to be timeline again. Like, I'm going to be forced, but it's not. So it's why it's not like a total freak out because yep. it's only for Android and it's an optional application. Yep. So but the whole idea of it irritates me because yeah. I'm like, why the hell would you want that? Basically, you're you're giving Facebook a front row seat to your phone. So like this. It's like throwing a skin when I push over the button everything. Yeah, and yeah. I have, you know, Justin Hawkins from The Darkness. Yeah. This would be Mike Volpe went to wedding place today so it's like the most recent it like, update it on like there? just takes over your phone 
So it's all it's it's all going to be like Rob did this. Rob did, like it's it's like Facebook in your face all the time. <laughs> it's like Facebook taking over your phone. Yeah. Who the hell would want to do that? I like, don't know. Some people are that active on I mean, Facebook I guess that so. they want to see everything all like the time. Like a 15-year-old teenage girl? I don't know. I guess. Like I just can't even imagine. I mean, I'm usually like put Facebook away. I want less Facebook. Right, right. Like when it took over um with the new iOS 6, it infiltrated my address book and like I got oh, so yeah. pissed yep. because I went into my address book to find somebody and all of a sudden I had 300 people in my address book yep. where there's really? supposed to be like 50. Like of people that I have their oh, phone see, numbers. I updated. It put everybody from Facebook yeah. in my address book. I stopped updating Ugh, the the system, doing the system updates after the. I don't know. It was five point something. I don't know or six point something. I don't know what it was. The yeah. first update they offered, and then all of a sudden the phone started acting weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. done with updates. Yeah, can yeah. stay the way it is. But yeah, I had to go through and find a setting and shut it off and be like, don't link them up. Then when my brother called me, some Asian girl's photo popped up because they like (laughs) got it wrong. So like there was like this girl and it's like Eric Zifkak. I'm like, no, no. I'm pretty sure my brother's not an Asian girl. I like (laughs) to pick out the photograph for the people. Right. Like I have a funny picture of my brother that I want to pop up when he calls. Not his Facebook profile picture. Right. The picture I picked. Which can change and then you're not even sure who it is right, right. away sometimes if it's not them. Like I have a picture of Batman right now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but so, if Batman oh, yeah. showed, showed up on my phone, I'd know it was you. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> right. that's the question. only exception. <laughs> True. But yeah, I mean, it's it's not the picture I wanted of whoever. It's mm-hmm. like the picture that Facebook picked up. You know, it was just a pain. But anyway, so I just can't even like blows my mind that anybody would download this yeah, or want it. It seems strange. It's very weird. It seems like a waste of time. Total. For them to even develop. Right. You can just turn it on if you want. If you want to go Facebook, like how hard is it to push a button? <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. It's just weird and irritating. Yeah. And the other one sort of a fa- sort of a Facebook uh freak out too is I'm sick and tired of people complaining about their children. On Facebook, <laughs> I don't mind. You that trend I don't now mind too? the photographs. I don't uh. mind the pictures or the videos or the he said something cute because God knows I put enough pictures of my dogs and cats on Facebook. Yep. But dogs it's and the cats complaining. are cuter than kids. They are well, for the most part. But it's the complaining. Like there's a girl that just had a baby and she's like, oh, 3 a.m. Da 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 da. Right. The fuck did you think was gonna happen? Did you think your baby was gonna be the only one on the face of planet Earth that slept right away? And why are you like, on are Facebook? You... <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Like babies don't sleep when you bring them home. Yeah. They, they don't, and you have to feed them all the time, and they're noisy and they smell like poop. So don't complain about it because nobody was holding a gun to your head made you have that child. You yeah. wanted them seriously. <laughs> and then Boom. the older kids. No, no, that it gets worse. You get the older kids and you get the like, oh, three crying children at Walmart will this day never end. Do you think they were going to line up like little soldiers and you were going to take a one, two and three year old to Walmart and they were going to be fucking quiet? Yeah. Did you think that was going to happen? Like, I don't understand the complaints. Like, like I just got a house and I have to do a lot of yard work. Yep. But you don't hear me bitching about the yard work. Well, you like yard work. Because, they don't like their kids. Yeah, but it, you know, you get yeah. 3.8 acres, you're going to have to rake some leaves. Yeah. Like, it comes it's with the territory. The deal, sure. Exactly. So you're going to be all excited when you're pregnant and have all your shower pictures and, oh my God, my baby. And, I can't oh my wait God, till I'm pregnant. Yeah. I can eat whatever I want. (laughs) But then you sit there and you bitch about them. (laughs) Irritates me. Yeah. Don't complain about it. Shouldn't have gotten pregnant. Exactly. You can complain about it to like your mother. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like somebody else that's been. You need to vent. I understand that everything's not going to go smoothly. Facebook is not. No, I think that's what it's becoming is 
just a nobody's place like right around you to be like what the f- what the well, yeah that's the problem so we all we... do all our socializing through online media now yeah. so now that's how people are trying to vent as well i just feel like it's a frigging given we all know you had a baby three weeks ago because yeah. you told us you had a baby three weeks ago we all know you're not sleeping and that you're up at 3 a.m having to feed your baby and we we're all, all waiting for you to change your facebook profile picture to your child so i can't tell whose account this is anymore <laughs> right. that right there, drives I've me crazy told heather i'm like no when we have a kid one day many years from now i don't want the baby's pictures on facebook yeah people want to see the kid they can come over and see the kid we're going to do it the old school way. Here's a picture on my phone of my kid. Or it just, I don't know. It seems odd. Yeah. To put baby picture. You're like, you're throwing everything out there. Be like, here's my kid. Come steal it. <laughs> Come That's steal how it. I feel. This yeah. is where its bedroom is. Second window yep. to the left. No. I don't Unsupervised know. Unsupervised from the time of 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Just saying. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if my dogs do something cute, I put a picture up. So if the kid's doing something silly... Fine, put the picture up, but don't bitch about your children. Yeah. Because you chose to have them. There were many, many junctures at which you could have disposed of your child and you didn't. Like, <laughs> you didn't have to get pregnant because it's actually really easy not to get pregnant. Secondly, I mean, abortion is legal whether or not you agree with it or not. Thirdly, you could have given them up for adoption when you had them. So there's lots of points where you could say, I want out of this situation. Yep. And you didn't take any of them. And they still so can. So shut up. There were a whole lot of exit ramps on that <laughs> right, highway. Right, exactly. There are black markets where you can sell your child now. No so, I mean, there are still options. Shitload of money off Just, the parts. Right. Off the parts. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Volby, you went there. I you did. You went there. Someone had to. I had to. <laughs> Who else in this room is gonna? Yeah. <laughs> uh, any other free outs? No, that's enough. Okay. Mine seems so trivial compared <laughs> to, like, taking children apart now. Um, <laughs> like Mr. Potato Head. Right. My first one has to do with Skittles, even oh. though I don't even really eat Skittles that often. Taste the rainbow. But <laughs> I saw a video that uh, our, our friend Scott Herman put up online where he's complaining about Skittles. And uh, come to find out, they're doing the same stupid, stupid thing that Starburst Jelly Beans did years ago which was decide to get rid of the lime flavor. Why? And change it to green apple. No, add green apple. <laughs> I don't know why I do <laughs> the that. The British green apple. <laughs> I got angry. <laughs> I don't know why candy companies think this is a wise decision. No, and why a good Lime is one of the best flavors. Mm-hmm. I like the lime and the grape. Those are the two best. And they were in Starburst Jelly Beans too. And now, like Starburst Jelly Beans, they're getting rid of the lime green. And they're making green apple, mm. which is stupid. It is. <laughs> There's plenty of room for two green colors. Yeah. Shades of green in the package. True. They could just add one in. Huh? Because they're it's not like they're similar. Yeah. They're vastly Was he upset about flavors. this too? Is that what oh, he was saying? He was very about? angry, yes. His girlfriend was very much on board with it, but he was angry. And I agree with him. Yeah. There's no need to take something away unless it sucks. Yeah. I thought it was weird when they took brown M&M's away. Yeah. I'm like, why? Because they had the two shades. Well, yeah, there was brown and then there was like a tan Light color, brown, right? Yeah. Light brown. I mean, did anybody say like, I'm going to oh buy God. more Until or less now, M&M's due yeah, to the color? I've never really noticed that the brown was You didn't know that? Just never even They had really... made the announcement at one point that they it were It was around the same time that the blue came in. The blue was in. introduced, right? Yeah. But with M&M's, they all taste the same anyway. Right. So, so it's, it's even more inconsequential. Yeah. But, very odd. Yeah. But I, I don't, and green apple is probably my least favorite flavor of 
any of these kind of candies. So that's why I'm just and lime is one of my favorites. So it's a big switch of that. Don't like it. Uh, my other freak out is I now understand how everyone that goes to Starbucks and orders all those horrible named sizes feels. Because I went to Subway and I got a pizziola sub and I had to say it out loud <laughs> and it just <laughs> felt it felt stupid. What's a pizziola? It's sub? it's chicken with like pepperoni and the sauce and cheese and it's all the elements. That sounds good. It's good. I enjoy it, but I don't want to say it. Have you ever been to Moe's? No. They well, yeah, the, uh, the Mexican place. Yeah, I've been once. Yeah. The names on that menu, I like refuse to say yeah. them. They're really bad. They're regular, plain, like burrito, mm-hmm. like just the regular one is called Joey Bag of Donuts. Yeah. I'm not going to order a fucking Joey bag of donuts. <laughs> I call it a Joey because yeah. I'm like, I'm not saying that out loud. Like, that is the worst thing ever. I struggled with getting the Wait, what kind of What kind of restaurant is this? It's Mexican. Mexican. But like Joey Bag of Donuts would be like an Italian thing. They're all right. Joey they're, Bag none of Donuts. Them, none of them are Mexican. It's a very There's Americanized a, yes. Mexican. There's one called place. the Art Vandalay, which is hilarious because right. of Seinfeld. But right. they're all they all have weird, weird, weird menu names. They're probably all references to something, other things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's odd. When you name your things up, weird the menu on a menu, yeah. <laughs> when you name things weird on your menu, it it creates an internal conflict <laughs> for me. It does. It's, yeah, it's my desire mm-hmm. between having the, the pizza sub versus saying the stupid, stupid name in public to other people. Mm. I'm just going to call it the pizza sub from now on. I'll make up my own names. I'll call it Joey Bag of Donuts and see what they think about that. <laughs> of the Joey Bag of Donuts sub, huh? <laughs> that was good. I don't know. Now, while you're looking that up, I have one other freak out that is a big one because this was a part of my childhood. That's going away because Disney has announced that they are shutting down or have shut down LucasArts. Really? Yep. Which but is didn't the, they just buy? They bought all the Star Wars stuff in Lucas and LucasArts. But <clears throat> they're, uh, the, the quote that they gave out after evaluating our position in the games market, we've decided to shift LucasArts from an internal development to a licensing model, minimizing the company's risk while achieving a broader portfolio of quality Star Wars <laughs> games. As a result of this change, we've had layoffs across the organization. We are incredibly appreciative and proud of the talented teams who have been developing our new titles. So they're still working on stuff that LucasArts would have made. Mm-hmm. But they did also announce the cancellation of Star Wars 1313, which was the title that they were that LucasArts was developing. So they're going to use the brands that LucasArts had, but they're not going to keep the company around anymore. And LucasArts was like my childhood as far as video games go aside from Nintendo and stuff all those point click adventure games that I love so much all yeah. the ones that Tim Schafer was yeah. talking about yeah. all LucasArts games so those are all that whole company is shutting down <laughs> they have a bur- I'm sorry you cut me <laughs> off I'm trying to have a moment here called the no. home wrecker <laughs> really yeah. what is it I don't know it probably gives oh, it you the shit though no. <laughs> the toilet wrecker yeah this is stupid super kingpin Super Kingpin. Oh, wait. Oh, Chicken Club. That's normal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they have one normal thing on that. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Chicken Club at a Mexican restaurant. Hey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They tried. Unfortunately, the, per- the food is really good. And they eat that's that a lot. That's stereotypical. Yeah. It's a salad called the personal trainer. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, assholes. <laughs> I'm not eating there. He's already up in arms against this place. <laughs> moo moo, Mr. Cow. See, no. Who wants to order that? <laughs> who can do Who's it? Who's gonna say that? 
This doesn't wrong Doug. Oh, wrong Doug from The Hangover. When they get the wrong Doug. Oh, oh right. Yeah, I didn't get that. That's silly. Yes. So with Lucas Arts being gone, how, that's not going to affect anything. Besides the name, the company is just. Well, I mean, they were bought up, and now that division is gone. Yeah. I yeah they. Got, I don't think that's going to affect. They laid off 150 people. But if they're going to get rid <laughs> of it, maybe Tim Schafer can get all his games back. Maybe I don't know if this would make getting the licensing more difficult. My question, and maybe you already answered this while I was looking at burrito names, but um, <laughs> yeah. what have they done lately, though? I mean, I understand right, the no, right. I understand the nostalgia, no, right. but yeah. is it really going to affect the future? What the, have they done for me lately? Right, they've still been putting out stuff. The Star Wars games, uh, any Star Wars game was always LucasArts. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, they they rarely do something a hundred percent on their own. Now, there's usually a collaboration going on. But now they're gonna do like they're gonna outsource everything. Mm. So they they had a style that's going away. That's what I'm more upset mm. about. Okay. Yeah. That's it though. Well, maybe that style will stay there. They're laying a lot of people off, but if they keep the core people on, that maybe. style may you know stick through. Maybe make it through. That is all for geekouts and freakouts though. Mm. So we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be right back. Looking for a way to show your geek pride? We've got a great selection of t-shirts over at the Geek Generation store to help you out. Represent the Geek Generation with a G-Shield logo tee, become Lord of the Geeks, or rock the gamer shirt. All proceeds support the show and allow us to continue bringing you free content. Get your shirt now by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash store. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hello, Taryn Southern here, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. We are back. We're back. And we're about to jump into the news. And there's a lot of big news. Uh, the first thing is that Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment and DC Entertainment mm-hmm. have announced Batman Arkham Origins. Oh, I saw that. And Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate. The, the next difference? installments of the blockbuster Batman Arkham video game franchise. Arkham Origins will be available for the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, Wii U, and Windows PC. Arkham Origins Blackgate will be available for the Nintendo 3DS and PlayStation oh. Vita. Both titles are scheduled to release worldwide on October 25th, 2013. Ooh. So October of this year. So this will be Coming a prequel? Up. This is a prequel. Developed by WB Games Montreal, who is taking the helm from Rocksteady Games. Rocksteady did the last two. People are starting to be a little worried about that because mm-hmm. it's not the same company doing it but i'm hoping that wb um games montreal did get all the assets and the the game engine and all that stuff but uh and rocksteady has given them their blessing of through an official statement but you never know (laughs) that could just be hey guys uh (laughs) why they switch companies i don't know entirely why maybe just to make it all in-house but uh batman arkham origins features an expanded gotham city and introduces an original prequel storyline set several years before the events of arkham asylum and arkham city the first two critically acclaimed games of the franchise. Taking place before the rise of Gotham City's most dangerous criminals, 
the game showcases a young and unrefined Batman as he faces a defining moment in his early career as a crime fighter that sets his path to becoming the Dark Knight. As the story unfolds, players will meet many important characters for the first time and forge key relationships. As far as the story goes, one designer said, quote, We have eight of the best assassins in the world who have come together to Gotham City for one night, Christmas Eve of all nights, to kill the bat. Mm. That's the premise, which sounds cool. And they already said that Deathstroke, uh, the picture that they revealed, the first character or first villain reveal was Deathstroke. So that's pretty cool, too. Arkham Origins Blackgate is a 2.5D game developed by Armature Studio that brings the Batman Arkham experience for the first time to Nintendo and Sony handheld systems. A companion game to Arkham Origins, players can continue the storyline of the console version and discover more details of the Dark Knight's past. And the uh, gameplay was described as similar to the platforming slash exploration type game like Super Metroid would be, which sounds kind of cool. Hmm. So I am very, very excited to play the next Arkham game because I love them. Are you happy that it's a prequel and not a step forward? No, <laughs> not necessarily. State. I know, right? Arkham we, World. <laughs> the jokes were always getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. but Or they could have just gone to the future and had a... What's a Batman Beyond? Batman oh. Beyond. Don't get me started. <laughs> no, I would have loved that. I, I'm, I'm kind of tired of the whole prequel thing. Mm. And I haven't even played God of War Ascension yet. Yeah, like, let's keep going. The story's getting good. Why go backwards? It's not like there's any particular need. They could just say that they dissolved the concept of Arkham City. It was a flawed premise, and they took it apart, and now just have a game set in Gotham. Like, why step backwards? I'm not a fan of that. And it's always weird when they have prequels, and then the technology's better. So the game looks (laughs) better, and he has better equipment in the past. It's like Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah. Better than 3. Yeah. (laughs) It's always a little strange when you go back in time, and yet you have something more refined and better than uh, the original Mm. stuff. I was like with the Halo games, they did Reach, which was a a prequel to Halo 1, and it was like, wow, this was so much better weapons, better enemies. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. So that's always a little strange. I don't but. understand why we can't just continue to move forward. There's so much material available. Right. I know. It's not like the Batman universe ever really ends. Why jump what, Have they done a Batman Beyond game? No. They did a Super Nintendo one, I think. Or maybe one for so N64. But yeah. But the, the franchise, that universe isn't around as much. It's only in comic book form now. Mm. And it's just the one book. But I don't know. For sadder news, unfortunately... The greatest film critic of all time, Roger Ebert, has died at the age of 70 from complications with cancer. Ebert was well-respected among the film community, being the first critic to win a Pulitzer Prize as well as have his name added to the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2005. He reviewed movies for the Chicago Sun-Times for 46 years and was a presence on television for 31, often alongside his friend, fellow critic Gene Siskel. I don't know if you guys saw, there was a political cartoon that was posted up online that had a picture of just an empty movie theater and they were looking at a big screen and it was a picture. You could tell it was Siskel and Ebert and Ebert was on the side and it said, I saved a, I saved a row seat for you. Something or yeah. an aisle seat for you. I was like, Oh, uh, that's nice. Yeah. Known as a humble, kind and brave man to those around him. Ebert wrote within his memoir, quote, kindness covers all of my political beliefs. No need to spell them out. I believe that if at the end, according to our abilities, We have done something to make others a little happier and something to make ourselves a little happier Then it is about the best we can do. To make others less happy is a crime. To make others unhappy is where all crime starts. We must try to contribute joy to the world. That is true no matter what our problems, our health, our circumstances. We must try. 
I didn't always know this, and I'm happy I live long enough to find it out. So we salute you, Roger Ebert. Two thumbs up. I always loved his reviews. and I can't remember which I agreed with and which I didn't agree with. (laughs) Anytime I wanted to know if a movie was any good that I really hadn't heard anything about, I never checked Rotten Tomatoes. I always checked Ebert. And I didn't agree with him all the time. I mean, he was a guy that said originally that video games were not art. And that's an argument that went on for a long time. And I think he retracted it eventually when people did show him better examples. But... I always thought he was a really he his writing at least was always very interesting and the take that he had on certain movies sometimes giving a little too much detail he had like mouth cancer or something right didn't he his, had his jaw, whole jaw like, removed yeah. yeah I remember seeing that they took him well, obviously he went off TV because he had a show right on the Reels channel which was R E E L yeah Reels <laughs> he did do a uh, a TED talk I believe at one point after yeah. the cancer thing and they had the jaw removed and he was yeah. speaking like Stephen Hawking like he had a voice box mm-hmm. but. The cool thing about it, not that it's cool to have your jaw removed, but as far as having the voice box afterwards, he had so many hours logged into TV and everything. They actually took all the dialogue from his shows and broke it down so he could speak in his own voice. Ooh, that's That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that. Yep. That's cool. So, you know, one day when I have to have my jaw removed and I have all these Geek Generation episodes, (laughs) I have all this audio of me talking. Uh, the next thing here is that Disney Pixar has revealed that the Finding Nemo sequel is officially happening. Titled Finding Dory, the movie is set for release on November 25th, 2015. According to director and Pixar veteran Andrew Stanton, Finding Dory takes place about a year after the first film and features returning favorites Marlon, Nemo, and the Tank Gang, among others. Set in part along the California coastline, the story also welcomes a host of new characters, including a few who will prove to be a very important part of Dory's life. Stanton added that one thing we couldn't stop thinking about was why she was all alone in the ocean on the day she met Marlon. In finding Dory, she will be reunited with her loved ones, learning a few things about the meaning of family along the way. Thoughts? Mm. Disney's looking to cash in. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I didn't. I've only saw, seen bits and pieces of the first one. Oh, I liked finding. The turtle was the, the best part. One. Yeah, the yeah. turtle and Dory. I I honestly I didn't, really, didn't care for Dory that much. But I like, I'm not a fan of Ellen. I love so. Ellen, and yeah. I didn't care for either of the main characters. And I think that's why I didn't really like the movie. Oh, yeah. I think you have to like have a father son relationship to get that movie because I didn't get it. Oh, I did not get it. I did but not because i have that kind of a relationship with my dad i just I empathetically liked it i guess it's uh, low on my list of pixar movies surprised they're doing a, a sequel can't be as low as cars cars my favorite uh, oh well, that's right <laughs> yeah. that's right uh, nbc has made the official announcement that jimmy fallon will replace jay leno as host of the tonight show starting in spring 2014 <laughs> <laughs> I never liked Jay Leno. I never liked Leno either. I hate or Leno. Fallon. Oh, so this is doesn't matter to you. Howard Stern. <laughs> it's not gonna be Stern, no, obviously. I but I like Fallon. Yeah. I uh, I despise Leno. As part of the transition, the Tonight Show will be returning to its original home in 30 Rock in New York and will be executive produced by Emmy Award winner Lauren Michaels of Saturday Night Live and 30 Rock. Programming plans for the twelve thirty five AM time period currently are in development and will be announced soon said leno congratulations jimmy i hope you're as lucky as me and hold on to the job until you're the old guy if you need me i'll be at the garage 
because he can't ever stop talking about his fucking cars. <laughs> <laughs> Said Fallon, I'm really excited to host a show that starts today instead of tomorrow. <laughs> a line from the oh, press release funny. also uh, said, and this is a line directly from the press release. Leno has hosted The Tonight Show with Jay Leno since taking over the reins from television icon Johnny Carson in 1992. Hmm. Um, what about Conan O'Brien? Oh, they forgot about it. They, yeah, they, they're yeah. just sweeping him right under the rug. Oh, yeah, hmm. and he's like the best. He hosted he it for six months he before is. Leno took it back. And so I'm wondering, is now Leno, how is Leno going to screw over Fallon? <laughs> That's basically what we're waiting for. I don't think NBC wants Leno around anymore. Which is weird because he's number one yeah. in his time slot. But they did the same with Carson. Carson was taken off the air when he was number one. Well, you don't ever want anything. You don't want something to go when it's shitty. Right. Because I just then feel people bad won't come back and, and watch it. This, yeah. You know, you go you go when you're on top. Yep. And Which is, sucks as a fan to see anything go when it's like at its best yeah because you're like no i want more but you know you do what you got to do to to make sure that it's always remembered in a positive way although jay leno sucks yeah (laughs) no it's actually you're right it is better that way because like the simpsons is just people talk about this and they're like oh is it still on yeah Yeah, i haven't watched family Family guy still on it is i've stopped watching that too I can't wait to never have TV service again (laughs) (laughs) i don't so i'm in no rush so you're starting now yeah Marvel's S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show Mm. has officially been renamed Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. A new synopsis has also been released for the show, which reads, Joss Whedon shows us not all heroes are super with Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Fresh from his role in the summer's box office smash Marvel's The Avengers, Agent Phil Coulson returns to the worldwide law enforcement organization S.H.I.E.L.D. He puts together a small, highly trained team of agents to tackle the cases that haven't been classified yet, the new, the strange, and the unknown. That team consists of Straight Arrow Agent Grant Ward, an expert in combat and espionage, pilot and martial artist Agent Melinda May, and brilliantly if socially awkward scientists Agent Leo Fitz and Agent Jenna Sim- uh, Gemma Simmons. They'll be joined by civilian new recruit and computer hacker Sky. Prepare for an epic adventure that showcases the hope and wonder of the human spirit. This is a world of superheroes, aliens, and the unusual, of action, spectacle, and world-spanning stories. The show will speak to the human condition through the lens of our very human, non-powered shield agents, that together we are greater than we are apart, and that we can make a difference in the world. Nobody excited for the show? Mm. No. Oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> it takes place in the Avengers universe, more yeah. Marvel stuff, and their first foray with this universe onto TV. I think it'll be cool. And it gives a lot of potential for continuing to build up the films. If we see people like drop in like... Mm-hmm. Tony Stark and Thor and I don't think it'll happen often but it will every now and then I'm sure and that'll be exciting you guys are very indifferent about all these I stories just don't, <laughs> I, I think I'm avengered out really I don't know I, I just don't oh yeah those were almost just, words you just said <laughs> I don't know it's just they were crammed down our throat in the movie but the movie was so awesome yeah and there was no break and now boom here's the next build up I don't know yeah phase it two just, yeah you're not excited for like the first movie after the events of what happened. No, in the I really have no plan to see Iron Man. I'm wow. so afraid really I'm gonna not like it. Like that's what I, I'm, I'm like, not that I, worried because Iron Man two wasn't that great. No, it wasn't. That's what I mean. Oh. So like, I just want to really like it, and I don't think I'm gonna. So I might not even go see it. Like it's just I'm like 
preparing myself to be massively disappointed. Yeah. So I won't get excited about things like that because then I'm like, I'm going to be totally disappointed. If I keep my uh, expectations way down here, then it won't be that bad. I was in a big comic book discussion with someone I work with, and uh, he had a theory that I think is very possible that one of the the gems on one of the Mandarin's rings, because do you guys know how that works? No. Like the Mandarin has all these rings that he wears that each have different powers and stuff. Mm. And we already know that Thanos is going to be a main villain in the Avengers 2. So he's he, he is guessing that one of the gems on the rings will be like knocked off or the ring will come off or something. And that will end up being one of the gems for the Infinity Gauntlet, which Thanos is tied into. And that's a whole major arc in the comics mm. from years ago. A very, very popular one, too, which is a very cool idea. I can see that happening. Yeah, as long as they execute it properly. Yeah. I want to see Spider-Man in it. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. They got to take him back from Sony right now. They can't. And it's can't because... they just work out a deal and be like, look, we'll give you like 5% of the movie sales. That's we a lot of money. With the, with but these. it's one character. Who yeah. cares? They're going to make so much. It's 5%. Yeah. Five. That's it. I don't know. Sony should be like, yeah, here. They're not doing much with him anyway. Well, they're going to come out like at the end of the next Spider-Man. If I was hoping that was going to happen at the end of the first one. This is a whole other debate. Yeah. Mm. Let's not even get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Netflix will premiere its highly anticipated fourth season of Arrested Development on Sunday, May 26th, 2013. So it's right around the corner. Mm -hmm. All 15 episodes of the Emmy Award winning comedy from series creator, executive producer Mitchell Hurwitz will be available for members to watch instantly at launch. So it's taking the new model of not releasing like weekly episodes. Mm-hmm. They're just going, bam, whole season right there on launch day. Watch them at your leisure. I love that Pretty idea. awesome, actually. Yeah. It'd be great if like they kept moving forward, because I think Amazon Prime, does, do they, they have a couple of them? Well. Yeah. Yep. That would be so amazing to just show the cable companies that they don't, you know, they don't have the power. They screw used people to. around Absolutely. anymore. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So Netflix and Amazon Prime make enough money that they can oh, afford sure. to just pump a show out. Yep. Well, think of all the money the Amazon makes, not just from Prime, yeah. but just from doing what they do normally. So yeah, they're developing full full things now. The anticipation isn't so bad though. Like if The Walking Dead season four, they were just like, so here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna film the whole thing, we're gonna edit it, and then we're just gonna give it to you all at once. I would watch them every day yeah. for, what, two be, weeks? Yeah, yeah. And over. then I'd be like, shit, I have to wait 50 more weeks to but see I, it. But I, I so enjoy doing that over the week by week. But it's just the idea that, I mean, you've given up cable because of it. It's the idea that you're not paying for channels you're not going to watch. Yeah. I True. mean, to be able to pick and choose what you watch, oh, that would just be amazing. Right. I mean, I, have, I, ha- I don't have BBC America. Okay, yep. That's in the next bracket. Like, I'd have to pay more if I want a BBC America. Yep. But I have about 87 Spanish channels that I can't sure. watch because I don't speak Spanish. It's it's wrong. The it's only thing totally that's going to get obnoxious is right now it's only Netflix and Amazon. But Hulu's already developed some of their own stuff, too. That's already three different paid services. It's just going to become the same thing Yeah, again. but that's still $15 as opposed to 110 Right. I and paid, at least you can pay for your channel instead yeah. of the whole right. thing. Yeah. I paid, I'm hoping what... Sorry, go ahead. I, was, I paid 30 bucks for The Walking Dead Season 3. Okay. To instantly, to download every episode to my hard drive on my Xbox. Yeah. Or that's not it. bad because the so DVDs would be... So I was like, 30 be... bucks, that's less, that's like about half of what 
cable was costing. Yep. Right. But even still, that's only for, for just one show, show. But at least you own but it. But how many shows do I watch? Yeah. You know? Yeah. When it's it like, comes mm-hmm. out on DVD, he's not going to have to buy it because he already has it. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I'm hoping will happen, not that cable will go away, but the cable will change what they do and they'll allow you to pay per channel. Because mm-hmm. if they want to keep in the running and they want to keep business going, they're yeah. going to have to do something. Yeah. I'm hoping this finally forces the model change that we all want. That would be awesome. have wanted for a while. Will Arnett, also speaking of Arrested Development, has signed on to join the cast of Michael Bay's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Arnett's role is currently being kept a secret. I don't know who he is. Oh, no? I like Will Arnett. I am going to Google him. He um, plays... Have you seen Arrested Development? No. Oh, that's not going to help then. (laughs) Also, Yvonne Strahovski is officially returning to Dexter for the show's eighth season. The actress is set to reprise her role in a multi-episode arc this summer as the seductive Hannah McKay. The last we saw of Hannah was her escaping from prison at the end of the seventh season. And with her knowledge of the Dark Passenger, how dangerous will Hannah be to Dexter's future? Season eight of Dexter will premiere on Sunday, June 30th at 9 p.m. I'm very excited. Very excited. Especially since it's starting early. It's Mm. normally a fall show. This is the first time they're bumping it up to summer. And it's also the last season, so kind of cool and dexter's cool because it's they don't take those mid-season breaks that every other show does dexter goes boom 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 they'll skip one week sometimes if there's a holiday but every time the show's been on it goes right from Mm -hmm. first week all the way through the whole season every week i hate those mid-season breaks yes they need to stop yeah have you guys heard of the movie jane got a gun at all i think i've heard the name it's an indie western. There's a huge set of like weird controversies going on with it. It's just in development right now. But Lynn Ramsey, who previously directed We Need to Talk About Kevin, was set to direct the indie western Jane Got a Gun, starring Natalie Portman, Jude Law, and Joel Edgerton. The film was thrown into disarray when Ramsey was a no-show on the scheduled first day of filming. What? Which never happens, ever. That's There's weird. so much money invested in these things. right? And that was just the first thing. Angered and in desperate need of a director, producers scrambled for a replacement, tapping Warrior director Gavin O'Connor to take the director's chair. However, the trouble didn't stop there. Due to Ramsey's departure, Jude Law then left production as well. Oh my goodness. Roughly two weeks following Law's departure, it was announced that Bradley Cooper would be replacing him as the film's chief antagonist. The story has seen nothing official from Ramsey's side of the argument, but there have been some details dug up saying that Ramsey had actually quit 48 hours before production was supposed to start because she never received an approved schedule, script, or budget from producers. It seems Ramsey may have also been feuding with producer Scott Steindorf well before she bailed, including struggling to cast a replacement for Michael Fassbender, who had left early on due to scheduling conflicts with X-Men Days of Future Past. Edgerton had become uh, Fassbender's replacement, and that was as the villain, I guess, and then... When Law dropped out, Edgerton jumped into his role, and now Cooper jumped into the role that Edgerton, something Law, would have put. It's a huge mess. And their production got pushed back weeks, losing tons of money because of this. So it's just insanity. Like, you never see this happen in Hollywood. Everything is so carefully. Yeah, that's scary because, especially with casting, you'd assume that they put like a lot of thought into who's going to play what. So you just start moving actors around, and it's like, uh, is that really then what you want it to be? I don't know how an actor can just leave a production like that either. 
that's just like Jude Law just goes, all right, well, if she's not involved anymore, neither am I. There's got to be crazy. more to it because, yeah, you would risk like not getting hired for other right. things. So there's got to be more to that. It's just a whole bunch wow. of weirdness. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's They had like a $15 million investment or something so far. Or, yeah. And this one I made sure to include this week because it involves something you're interested in, Anna. Uh, Max Brooks. Author of World War Z is back in undead territory with the Vampires vs. Zombies tale, The Extinction Parade, an (laughs) epic horror comic series through Avatar Press. The massive 250-plus page event is scheduled to debut in comic shops worldwide on June 19th, the day before World War Z. That horrible piece of garbage opens in theaters. (laughs) Does it actually say that? No. no. And yes, it does. Don't lie. Yes, it does. All right, all right. The Extinction Parade is Brooks' first all-original serialized comic book work and is positioned to be an instant genre classic. In a world where the zombie plague has put the human race on the endangered species list, another predatory undead species realizes that to stand by idly means the end of their food supply. Vastly outnumbered by the zombie hordes, vampires descend into all-out subdead war with humanity caught in the crossfire. That sounds pretty cool. That sounds pretty good. And that's right before my birthday. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon wish list. Yeah, right. And is that one of those subtle, like, hey, you guys should buy that I know, for right? no. She was no. just talking about yeah. no reason gifts earlier. Yeah. And, now, and now, like, oh, yeah. my birthday. Now I'm excited huh? about my birthday. <laughs> uh, that's the end of the news, though. So as we get out of here this week, final thoughts or something you would like to plug? No. <laughs> <laughs> don't complain about your children on Facebook. <laughs> your children suck. Plea. We that don't need to know blood. about it. A yes. non-so-subtle plea anymore. Yeah. Please go to thegeekgeneration.com and check out everything that we have there. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We appreciate that. Like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration. Follow us at geekgeneration on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. We'll see you guys next week. See you. With uh, more stuff. Bye-bye. Later. Make it so.